Blog Talk Radio. Okay, hang on and praise God and welcome to Live Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries. It's a blessing to be here. We are in Atlanta, Georgia. We'll be back in Kingston, Jamaica, January the 10th, 2024. Be back in the United States, July 10th, 2024. Back in Jamaica, January 1st, 2025. And back in back to America for one last time. And that will be the end of me living in the United States. I will be in Jamaica and everything will be in Jamaica. Our whole headquarters is moving to Jamaica. We are stationed in Atlanta, Georgia now. But we will have our headquarters and a church facility in Kingston, Jamaica. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. How God has anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Lord, your word says in 1 John 1 9, if we confess our fault, that you are just and able to forgive us for all unrighteousness. We take this time and opportunity to ask you to forgive us for all of our sins, please. Lord, we thank you that you have forgiven all of our sins and you have washed them into his blood. We take authority over every principality and every spirit will come up against this word. We bind the airways. We take authority over boys, bounces, slothful spirits, slitters, slitters, mind demons, squid, papatupitus, and any other spirits of the mind. We send it back to the sender. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Why you won't read the Bible? This is one problem that I have encountered in ministry 15 years. I'm not here to judge no one. I'm just here to be a messenger. You won't read the word of God. And this is why a lot of Christians are out of place with God. This is why a lot of Christians can't fight spiritual warfare. This is why a lot of Christians don't even recognize demons. They don't even exist because when they go to this other gospel, it's watered down so well that it makes you comfortable in receiving something that's not going to help you. When you read the word of God, you are in personal relationship with him and in his word. And I am so amazed at Christians will call me and don't have a clue about the Bible. And I'm like, Lord, how, how are these people able to function? And the Lord put in my spirit, they're not functioning with me. They can't hear nothing. See, the Lord deals with his word and everything. And everything comes out of his word. Now, you can read the word, but if you don't have faith, you, uh, you're going to be in errors. You, you have to mix studying the word of God uh, with faith. And if you can apply that, God will be able to bless you. In Hebrews chapter 9, verse 14, it says, How much more? shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offer himself without spot to God, pledge your, con- your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Well, if you can't study the Bible, that won't be applicable to you at all. Hmm. Now, 1 John 5, 7 says, but there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, 
the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. So if it bears record in heaven, why don't you open it up on earth? Why is it? Here are some spirits that will block you from reading the Bible. Number one, mind-binding demons. The minute you read, your mind think about your bills or something, something going on and you just can't concentrate in the spirit. Of course, these spirits are not going to let you know that they're blocking you from reading the Bible. Number two, the spirit of slumberness. That thing want to keep you slumber, sleep. I knew a guy came over here and went to sleep. Time I started teaching, all the way that I got through, said that God was going to entrust him with the gospel of Christ. And he can't even stay awake while the spirit of God is proceeding. And some of you are like this. Now, if you're at a dead church where there's no deliverance in operation, your pastor's not going to be able to detect it. But if you're around anointed ministers, they'll be able to detect it and, and consult you with it because the Bible says man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Christians are very lazy and uh, trifling, very slothful. And I'm only saying what I have experienced in 15 years. Most people call me, don't even have a clue to the Bible. You know, they have good heart, but they can get deceived so easily because they don't study the word of God. God wants you to study his word. He doesn't want you to be ignorant because Spanish and, and the multitude of thirst will dry up in the land. In Isaiah 5.13, the word says, therefore my people are gone into captivity because they have no knowledge and their honorable men are famished and their multitudes dried up with thirst. You have no knowledge of God, and yet you call yourself a born-again Christian. Well, there was a lot of people, 96, I think 97 million or 62 million Christians who call themselves born-again Christians, but at the end of the day, they are Republicans. God didn't call you to be a Republican. God didn't call you to be a Democrat. God didn't call you to be independent. He really called you out of the world, but if you don't read the Bible... I'm sounding foolishness to you. And I see this taking place all the time, is that people will not study the Bible. People are very lazy. Isaiah 5.13, therefore my people are gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. And their honorable men are famished and their multitudes dried up with thirst. Hosea 4.6 says my people are destroyed because of what? Lack of knowledge. If you don't have lack of knowledge... If you don't have lack of knowledge by the Holy Ghost, you're going to get wrecked up. And the devil doesn't want you to read the Bible. If, if he can keep you out of reading the Bible, he's really done a good thing. Because he's keeping you from what has been recorded in heaven, vast record in heaven. And I meditated today and I asked, Lord, what to teach on? And sometimes God lets us recapitulate here. He allows us to go over some things that you may have forgotten that can reprogram back in your spirit is what you may need because God wants you to know the Bible for yourself. See, I don't have to go call nobody to ask me where something written in the Bible. With all, these, with all the computer technology out now, 
you don't even need a uh, concordance. Back 14, 15 years ago when I was out, they, you know, it was concordance. I don't even need it no more. You just go to the computer and, and, and go to Google and put demons, King James, boom. It's so easy and accessible for people to understand. That's going to be a time when that's not going to happen anymore. But there are a lot of Christians who've been deceived because they don't have enough word in them. Been deceived by politics, been being deceived by, I, I knew this Christian for seven years, for seven years. He's born again, spirit filled, and for seven years he defended Donald Trump in everything. And I said, this is an unsaved man. This man is not saved. And for seven years he stood in resistance to God and standing proclaiming that this is the Pontus, which is an unsaved person. Uh, Shannon Davis did it too. He did it. See, when you read the Bible, you're going to have to let the Holy Spirit give you revelation of what you're reading. And it cannot come from man. This is why it's personal that you read the Bible. This same person they had to call again, which, which is very stubborn. This is a stubborn person. The Lord told me to call him again to fast. He won't fast. He won't fast when he won't fast. The Lord told me to tell him to fast three days a week for such, such and such a time. He won't do it. See, if we don't read and get into the word of God, God can't talk to us. He talks to us through his word. Out the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. 2 Corinthians 13, 1. It must be established by the word of God. Why is it that people don't want to read the Bible? How can you correct a person by not knowing scripture? I had a person who was trying to correct me, and, and he was messing with the wrong person. I told him in seven days, it's all going to deal with you. It wasn't even the seven days. It was the next day God dealt with him. You see, because I believe in God's word. I don't believe that I'm right in nothing that I say. I believe that all scripture, according to 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. Do you believe that tonight? Do you believe, if you believe it, why don't you want to open up the book to see what all scripture is profitable for? It is profitable for doctrine. Okay, so you may say, give me the definition of doctrine. Definition of doctrine. A belief or set up beliefs held and taught by a church, political party, or other groups. Again, doctrine. The belief or set of beliefs helped and taught by a church, political party, or other groups. Now, there are doctrines of devils, 1 Timothy 4.1, and a lot of Christians, when they don't know the Bible, get really caught up with the spirit. Because you're not able to discern both good and evil because it's the word that divides. And if the word is in you, it will change you, okay, because you can't change yourself. You need a lot of grace, and you really need to eat. But when, you, when it's time for you to go to all you can eat at Bugle Burgers, you don't have no problem stuffing three or four uh, hamburgers down your throat. That's, that's no problem. You're going to do that. But you don't do the same thing spiritually. Most people are fleshly. I've noticed that in Christianity. Uh, you have about 2% running strong with the Lord. The rest, badly hanging. Just really, I don't even know how God, just the grace of God, really. And a lot of you 
need to get come out of that and start maturing yourself and study and stop wanting to go to the church for your pastor to feed you. You have a pastor's Jesus. Now, he's your pastor there on Saturdays or Sundays, which is Saturday. I don't recognize Sunday. But if that's your pastor, he can only go so far because you can only be in church, what, Tuesday night service or the Wednesday night Bible study, Thursday night women's Bible study. Uh, then you got three services on Sunday. That's all you got. Do you know when you get off work, you should at least put in about two hours a day by studying the Word of God? If you can do that, you will really see your life change. But do you believe that 2 Timothy 3.6 is available for you? All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is proper for doctrine, for reproof, for corrections, for instructions in righteousness. The Bible has the Scripture for everything. Let me give you an example. I was listening to this preacher. He called himself a preacher. Uh, I don't... He's a... Um, uh, he's a bulldog, uh, the bulldog, some guy that's a bouncer, and he's on TV. And they call him Bulldog, and, and down in, he's in Hawaii. And he calls himself a pastor. A lot of people call themselves Christians. But do they go by what the Word says? Do they obey the Word? And this person was saying something, and it was definitely uh, a quench in my spirit. And the Lord gave me, I heard 1 Timothy 1.10. I mean, I heard it. I read it, but I heard it. And when the word is in you, it will come up. This is why God tells us, do not worry about what you're going to say or how what you're going to say, or what you ought to say. And the minute you begin to think, to believe what you got to say to represent God, God's no, he's no longer there because your mind is not God. And if you stay in the word, it will move you away from the fleshly mind of your flesh, or your, or your human part. The spirit will come up. And dog, the bounty hunter in uh, Hawaii, and this, he's supposed to be a pastor. And the negative things that he was saying toward another Christian who, ha who happened to be a Democrat. And this goes on all the time. You've got spirit-filled Christians, even Trump, saying negative things about somebody. Somebody saying negative about You know, the Bible tells us that there's a scripture for that. And, and, I, and the minute that guy was talking, the spirit came up in, my, in me. The Holy Spirit quenched me and said, 1 Timothy 1.10. Now, the Lord is not going to tell you a scripture that's in your spirit. It's like a program. The Holy Spirit can pull it up out your spirit. This is why he doesn't want you to try to figure out what you're going to say or how or what you're going to say, because then you know it's not, it's not God. It's, it's you. And a lot of you get that every Sunday with your pastor. He's giving you what he said. You don't even test the spirit because you don't know enough scriptures to test the spirit. You don't have a fellowship with God where you sit down and study the word because it's, it's recorded in heaven. We just say that the word of God was recorded in heaven. But that don't mean nothing to people on earth. People don't care nothing about that. But it means a lot in the spirit realm. Believe me. It means a lot 
in the spirit realm. But there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one, 1 John 5, 7. They are very powerful in the spirit realm, that, 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 that verse. And when this man was saying this next stuff, the Spirit of the Lord pulled up 1 Timothy 1, 10. And, I, and he told me, tell people don't do that. And it says, for whoremongers, 1 Timothy 1.10, for whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for men-stealers, for liars. Donald Trump is a liar. This guy took seven years for me to get him to see that he was lied to by Donald Trump and was still defending him even when he was repenting from God. This is an occult demon that Christians have got themselves into. And I notice that Christians that don't hear God, they get caught up in this real quick. Because there's no word in you, and you believe, this Christian guy told me he believed in a policy more than a character of a person. Now, how can you be a Christian? And Jesus says, if you recognize a thorn bush growing on a fig tree, something's wrong. Judge righteous. He said he couldn't judge. The Bible said we would judge angels. See, he, didn't, he don't know the Bible. So when you don't know the Bible, you are not able to really defend the kingdom of God. You're not even really able to defend yourself from the devil. And when the Lord showed this thing, liars were perjured, P-E-R-J-U-R-E-D, perjured, perjured. Definition of perjured. Evidence involving willfully told untruths characterized by perjury. And this is what Shannon Davis called himself Omega Man Radio is doing every month, perjuring people. He said something very bad about Joe Biden and the vice president, and he's mad, and you Christians get mad because you don't have the, the, the president that you want in office. God removes Psalm 75, and he take out. But when you don't have the word in you for a Christian to tell me, that he will vote for a policy in a person's character. So I told him, I said, well, if your daughter, I had to get something real close to him so he can get his attention. If your daughter had a rapist that's the principal in a classroom and you like his policies, would you put him in office over your children? He said, no. I said, then why would you want to do that with Donald Trump? And them demons just explodes in them. They don't know the word. I cannot get deceived because I can test the spirit. I'm not going to get deceived. But if you don't have the word in you, God can't even talk to you. I hate to say that. He speaks through his word. Perjured persons. And if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine, according to the glorious gospel of the blessed God, which was committed to my trust. It was committed to Paul's trust. That this same person told me that God's going to use him. I said, how God can use you and you don't even know the word of God? How is he going to use you when you was deceived? Seven years. Seven years this man believed that Donald Trump won the election. Seven years. He went to sleep. When I started a two o'clock seminar, he went to sleep from two to six. Split of slumber, putting them out, putting them out. And then you want to get spiritual around me, but you can't because I'm seeing how the demons are operating in you. 
See, when you don't read the Bible, you open up all, all kinds of demons to come into you. So I told him, I said, well, how can God entrust you to the gospel when you can't even recognize good and evil? First Thessalonians 2, 4 says, but as we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel. See, God has put me in trust with the gospel. I'm going to teach it correctly. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to compromise it for nobody. Nobody. Okay, I know about persecution. Okay, I've had family members call me and I, happy Easter. I don't recognize Easter. It's happy resurrection day. Well, you don't have to say that. You could just call us, no, I'm standing on the word of God. That's what I'm going to do. And when you stand on God's word, opposing forces such as demons, they can't touch you. They can't deal with you. But you got the word. They don't like the word of God. So I, I, I shared to this person, you up here, this dog, the bounty hunter, up here blasting and saying negative things about somebody, that's contrary to scripture. The Bible didn't tell us that we should say that to people. I wish you can give this scripture to Tim Scott. He's talking about he's a Christian. I don't know what he is. I would tell you what I think he said, but the Lord told me not to say it. So you really don't want to know what I think about him. Okay? Because I don't really trust no politician, period. I don't trust no politician at all. And in order to be a politician, I really believe you got to, you got to be a crook. Serious crooks. I can't be in agreement with a fakeness and call him equal rights. No, he ain't saved. He don't belong to the kingdom of God. So I do better by standing in the kingdom of God and stand out of politics. That's not in the word of God. But why is it that people are getting caught up in this? They don't know the word of God. Well, why... And what causes a person that don't know the word of God, what makes their conditions be so dangerous to themselves? They're carnal. That's why. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1, it says, And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even unto babes in Christ. I don't even try to teach people no more. I hear the Lord say, don't talk, don't talk to this person about that no more. I don't even say nothing. The Lord already know where they at, so it saves me time trying to tell them something or her. I don't say nothing. I just let them just let them do what they do. Now, if they're at my church, they're a church member, I got that's then they give me permission to correct them. But then I'm a church member, I just listen, and they say they want some deliverance, I'll listen, and then, you know, there's a different way that we do deliverance here now. You got to sit up under the word. We ain't just blowing our demons with you no more. And then you leave, and then you come back three more weeks, you're worse than what you were. We stopped doing that. You got to sit up on here for six months even before we start deliverance. You got to get some words. Tell me something about Derek Prince, what you heard. Go hear it all day, every day, and come back and talk to him and tell him what you learned. See, people don't want to read. And this is how the devil gets an advantage of us. Because he has the many devices, and one of his main devices is to stop you and from getting you to know the Word of God. Because you are able to use the Word of God as a weapon to the devil. But the devil don't want you to know that because first the devil don't want you to believe that the Bible can be a weapon. He just wants you to believe it's a book written by a white man named King James. But that's not the deal. He just interpreted it in the English transformation. God's word was written by God's chosen people, the Israelis. Let's get that straight. And it had a Gentile, if I know me, he was a Gentile up in there. And Timothy was a Gentile. 
but the rest of them, they were Hebrew brothers. Do you think the devil wants you to know that? Do you think the devil wants you to know that you have authority over him? Huh? You think the devil wants you to know that? No, he doesn't want you to know that. And if he can keep you blind from the Bible, he can keep you away from a whole lot of wisdom. Jesus Christ dealt with the devil by speaking his word. This is not a very difficult sermon tonight. This may be a two-part series because the Lord wants me to expound in Revelation as he gives me scriptures. He's moving me into expounding in more scripture, expounding in more scripture. Now, you have to get the understanding of God through the revelation of Jesus. You can't get it by your pastor. So this is why there's nothing wrong with your pastor. I'm not knocking that. That's in Ephesians 4.11, 2 Corinthians 12.28, the, 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 the fivefold gifts of the ministry. But when you go home from the fellowship around the brethren, you still need to be studying the word of God at home. And this is where you get lazy. You go take a shower and the kids eating and they're all going out to dinner. And the, man, I couldn't do all that. I have to read the Bible. You know, uh, it, I, I guess because I've been single, so if I do get married, I'm going to have to find a wife that she can't, if she's not into the word of God, I can't help you, baby. We can't, we can't work. You got to, no, because I'm, I'm, I, I ain't got time to hug you. I ain't got time to, I'm casting out demons. I, I ain't got time, I don't have time. That's the time and place for everything, but I don't need that. And a lot of you need to shift your priorities and make it time to sit down and study the word of God because it's a very powerful thing. The devil don't like it. Let's look at an encounter in the Bible that Jesus encountered with the devil. And how did Jesus Christ, the same Lord that you call yourself a Christian, but don't know the Bible. The Lord showed me something years ago. He told me Bible, B-I-B-L-E, basic instructions before leaving earth, Bible. Basic instructions before leaving earth earth it's a manual and we see in this manual a powerful confrontation in the book of matthew the temptation in the wilderness and in matthew chapter 8 verse 44 the sermons in the word of god says then was jesus yeshua led it up of the spirit now when you are dealing with the devil or when you are dealing with evil spirits you have to do it in the spirit you can't do it in the mind. You're not going to figure it out. The minute you start figuring out demons, the minute you're going to get whooped by them demons because they didn't seen every thought. They've been on this earth for millions of years. It started off with Adam and Eve. They're quite familiar with the doctrines of the Baptist church, and they know certain ways of people. This is why your life has to be hidden in Christ according to Colossians 3.3, to have success with the devil. And it must be embedded in the word of God. Now, if you don't have a good meal to eat in the physical, you die. If you don't drink water, you die. Well, most of you have dead bones. For the Lord would say, I am tired of thy dead bones. Hear my servant, the Aaron boy, said the Lord, for you shall study as unto me, not to man. For why thou comest to man to be blessed, 
Man, it can't bless thee. Am I not Jesus of Nazareth that can hear thy prayers and love thy servants as all I, my brethren, said the Lord? For I would like for you to eat upon my word, said the Lord, and trust me and see what I make your life more better. Now, that came from the Holy Spirit. That was a prophetic message. I just heard the Holy Spirit tell me to say that. I said it. The word of God works. I've been on air 15 years. Okay? Not one time have I been knocked off air. When I started this ministry, I didn't know nothing about Internet radio station at all. I never wanted to be a pastor. It has never came across my attention. Now, when I was a young, young man and when I was a Roman Catholic, uh, I was always fascinated about demonic spirits because when I was a child, I was attacked by them. And it took a Roman Catholic priest to come to bless the neighbor. That didn't work. There was a Pentecostal sister, and she told me, I'll never forget that. I can't remember her name. She was spirit-filled. And she said, you're going to be a deliverance minister. I was 12 years old. I don't remember that woman's name, but my mama would bring her to the house so she can pray. And, and I did not know that I had all these uh, pictures on the wall, earth, wind, and fire, Casey and the Sunshine Band, Average White Band. I was a jazz a, a trumpet player. Uh, I got uh, Billy Epstein on the wall, John Coltrane, who then killed himself, suicide overdose, Chuck Baker, another heroin overdose. And then them pictures and stuff in my room brought spirits to me. And they would do that. We'll do a teaching with dry places with demons in your home in the future. But because that lady and what I encountered when I got to, able to study the Bible, my eyes start opening up. It's like a light that's clicked on. Okay, this is how I made these mistakes. Because of the word of God, I had a revelation 15 years ago about Apostle Candace Durden. And that revelation stated that I had schizophrenia. And I had worked on that thing for 15 years and got delivered. And still getting deliverance from every area in my life because of the word of God. I'm not there. Ain't none of us there. When you're there, you're already in heaven. So when you're on this earth, you still got to work out your own salvation with trembling and fear, Philippians 2, 19 and 11 and 12. But if you can't work out your salvation by not studying the word of God, then there, it's going to be a long, hard road for your life. Confessing Jesus as your Lord is just the beginning. That's just the beginning. That just enters you into the kingdom. You know how many people who have entered into the kingdom and they stagnated? Right there. They don't know nothing about deliverance. They don't even use their faith. I, I've seen people struggle with the same demon over and over and over and over, and there is something in their heart that's preventing them from coming over the hump. Either total obedience, I said either total obedience, lack of not studying the word, no understanding or no fellowship with the Holy Spirit, these things require you to become dry bones. And God doesn't want dry bones. Amen? God doesn't want that. Dry bones, the book of Ezekiel. If you go to Ezekiel chapter 37, Ezekiel Chapter 37. 
The hand of the Lord was upon me and cried upon me in the spirit of the Lord. Notice this man was not in his mind. He was not in his humanism and his thoughts. He was in the spirit of the Lord. Everything is done in spirit. The Bible is spirit. It bears record in heaven. It came off the pages and died at Golgotha. God said that us create man in our own images, Genesis, Genesis one twenty six. That's God the Father and the Holy Spirit. And the Word became flesh, John one fourteen. And set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones, and caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there was very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answer, O Lord God, thou knowest. Again he said unto me, Prophesy upon these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. That's the key. The word of the Lord. He said, and Ezekiel 37, 4, and he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. That's the Bible. Do you see how powerful the Bible is? Hear the Bible. Hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God, unto these bones, behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. You see, the word of God is that powerful. When God tells us in his word, hear the word, he's talking about his son, Jesus. Jesus is the word. Jesus is the word, brothers and sisters. Jesus of Nazareth is the word. Jesus of Nazareth is the word. And Christians don't study the word. They don't have no clue of the word of God. They have no clue whatsoever. Thus saith the Lord God, and these bones, behold, I will cause breath to enter into you. Now, how is God allowing this dead, dry bones to have life? His word. It's the same with you in your life. You have dry bones. You won't study the Bible. It took this Christian guy seven years. And as I was in the car, as the Lord ministered to me that, God was able to get on me. He said, it took me 18 years to come out of a sin. And he said, you have mercy upon people because I had mercy on you. It took this guy seven, it took me 18. So I'm worse than him. See, it takes all of us, So it takes up our time when we don't really study the word of God and we don't give it a good nourished diet in our daily lives. You don't let it settle in. You won't let it get into your heart because once it gets into your heart, you cannot do the things that you good that you used to do. The goodness of God will bring a man to repentance. Amen. The goodness of God bringeth a man to repentance. Romans two four. O despise thou the riches of his goodness and forbearance and longsuffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye Look for such things. Be diligent that you may be found of him in peace without spot of blameless. That is very impossible to do without reading the Holy Bible. What I just said to you, impossible. Now, 
let's go back. Thank you, Brother Paul, for being in the room. Thanks so much. Now let's go back to uh, Ezekiel 37. Go back to 37.5. Thus says the Lord God, unto these bones, behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. And I will lay sewers upon you, and will bring up flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and ye shall live, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied, and I was command, and as I prophesied, there was a noise, and behold, a sinking of the bones came together, bone to his bone. And when I beheld, lo, the sewers of the flesh came up upon them, and the skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. Then he said unto me, prophesy unto the wind, prophesy, son of man, say to the wind, thus says the Lord God, come forth. The four winds, O breath, and breatheth upon the flame that they may live. Notice all of this is happening because of one thing, the word of God. Go back to Ezekiel 37, 4. Again, he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. That's when change can come into your, into your life. Now, I'm going to show you a confrontation. This is very simple. Derek Prince has taught me by the Holy Spirit to be simple with people. And I try to be simple uh, with people. I'm not a, a person, I'm, I'm not trying to uh, impress anybody here. I'm just trying to make, make this as, as simple as possible so that you can get an understanding to what the Holy Spirit is saying. Because God really wants to fellowship with you. It is amazed me to see how Christians, that when I talk to, even on the phone, I can hear in their spirit, I can hear the demons moving them away. I'll pray about it. Wait, wait, wait. And, and wait a minute. What's, here's the truth right here in your face. What is going to pray about it? It's right there. How people can evade the Bible. How can you be a born-again Christian and confess that Jesus is the Son of God and not have a desire to read the Bible. I can't understand that. And I've seen people, I've been to hospitals, and I've told a person, I say, hey, man, how, how, what else is it going to take for you to uh, wake up? I remember Pastor Wayne Thompson, uh, my pastor, he used to say, would it take a car? And I remember Pastor Wayne Thompson, and he passed away. Uh, Pastor Wayne, I was with him for 25 years, and he used to carry me around in a car. He told me, you're going to be in the deliverance ministry. And he told me, don't never tell nobody, and I never did. He say, but I can't ordain you. I, I didn't understand that at that time, but now I do, because it was a different way God was moving me, but he supported me. He gave me $1,000 a month to start this ministry, Wayne C. Thompson, Fellowship of Faith. And we today are still reaching out to them for a commercial so that you can hear him or we have his teachings up. And he would tell me, what is it going to take, Brother Emmett, for you to surrender? And i never forget when Pastor told me that. That hit me. That really hit me. And when he carried me to these junkyards, I used to see these cars, and I would see the people uh, the, the, how the, the cars were so messed up. I, 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 it, it, it was 
it was very, 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 uh, I, I tell you, it's, it's amazing to see people uh, go away from the truth, and it hurts me. It really hurts me. I like the truth. I teach the truth. I teach the truth of God. I stand on his, on his word. I'm not compromising God's word. We need the word of God personally in our lives more than anything else. People have been misstrayed. People have misinterpreted the scriptures without the Holy Spirit. There is so much going on in the spirit realm that I pray that you would have an urgency to have a desire to get the Holy Ghost, get the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the evidence of speaking in tongues. Have a desire to study. You don't have to. It, this, I shouldn't have to have a sermon like this. Get people to study to read the Bible. I, I studied the Bible three to four hours Every night when I go to bed, I don't go to bed with no secular nothing on. I watch a lot of travel TV because it has a lot of haunted houses and my ministry's in there. Uh, and I see I'm learning about just stuff in my ministry that I'm mostly watching or exorcisms or constantly combing my craft. That's all I do. I exercise to the gym and I come back and I, I be in the word. I try not to take things personal upon people. I stand on the truth of God's word. Uh, I'm not going to compromise God's word for nobody. I have never in my life taken down any. I have never in my life taken down any prophetic messages that the Holy Spirit gave me. I'm not perfect. I have never taken down anything that LiveDeliveranceInTheRadio.com has done. And the Lord has retained me a, a, a lawyer. A Jewish uh, believer had sent me an attorney to get me back on YouTube, and we getting back on YouTube. You see, Satan don't want you to know the word because it's powerful. There's a confrontation here in Matthew chapter 4, verse 1, between Jesus Christ and the God of this world. Satan is the God of this world, 2 Corinthians 4, 4, Okay. And Jesus used his word. He used the word. He is the word against the devil. And it prevailed. Now, if you see the amount of time that Jesus had to quote the scripture to the devil, you may say, well, this is the son of God. He has to quote the scriptures this much. The devil, each scripture being quoted to a demon makes him resist and he loses his power. This is why the Lord showed me why it is good to read the Bible. Then was Jesus led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was after a hunger. This is very important. This is the human part of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is the human part of Christ. He was hungered. That's the flesh. Now, if you notice, 
that when Jesus was hungered, and even when you look at the same uh, writings in the book of uh, Matthew, when Jesus uh, was going to deal with these demons, he was hungered, and the wild animals was around him. Satan will always try to get you at your weakest moments. Here, we see Christ was hungered. Notice the Bible says, after Christ, the Bible shows that he was hungered. That's his human part. Here you see the devil. See, Satan does the things of man, Matthew 16, 23. This is why he doesn't want you to know the word of God. He doesn't want you to know the word of God. He wants to keep you away. And not only that, he wants to put you under some false doctrine. I have never supported any of these ministers to this day. I don't even know who they are. I don't support the Democratic Party. I don't support the Independent Party. I don't support the Republican Party. I support the Jesus of Nazareth Bible and nothing else. And if the devil can take this powerful weapon away from you, you ain't got nothing against the devil. Nothing. No. Let's take a walk through the journey of this temptation. Matthew 4, 2. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterwards a hunger. The man was, he was human. He was in the flesh. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, it is written. That's one time he quoted the scripture. It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. This is why we are teaching this sermon tonight. Why you won't live, why you won't read the Bible. If you don't read the Bible, you cannot live on the word of God. Because you're not reading it. Jesus just says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. Let's say, but by every scripture in the Bible. That proceeds out of the mouth of God. You can understand that. I'm not taking it out. I'm emphasizing something for you. So I want you to see the importance of reading God's word. Now, you can read the Bible and still and not rightly divide it. You have to be able to rightly divide the Holy Spirit. Let me, let me, let me get this straight. You can read the Bible, but if you don't rightly divide it, you've got a problem. You have to rightly divide divide the word of God. The Bible says, study to show thyself approved unto God. Okay? A workman that needed not to be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. And if you don't have the Holy Ghost, and ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost comes for you need the Holy Ghost to give you understanding of the Bible. And another thing, too, you're not going to get any revelation by a pastor. It only comes by Jesus of Nazareth. Paul says, I neither received it by man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation knowledge of Christ, Galatians 1.12. And when you get revelation, that means that there's enough word in you that the Lord will give you a revelation. Sometimes when I'm teaching, he'll give me a revelation. But just follow the Spirit, and you will win. But the devil don't want you to follow the Spirit. He don't even want you to read in the Bible. What if Jesus didn't know the Bible to the devil? Or, or, well, what am I up here being tempted for? He could have done that, but no, he knew the word. He was representing us. He took the word to represent us. He made the example of Satan and conquered him 
and he wants you to do it. I didn't say by no pastor. I didn't say by no church or internet radio station. It's you and him and his word with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. I am an advocate for the evidence of speaking in tongues because if you don't have tongues, you don't have no power. You've got no dynamics. And if you don't speak in tongues, you don't even, according to the Bible, you can't even give an example of a person who's not saved. But tongues is a sign for those who believe not. Uh-huh. First Corinthians 14, 22. So if you can't, if you can't do that, you can't even be a witness to uh, an unbeliever. So you have to come to a level of being a Christian to walk on his word, feed his word, allow the Holy Spirit to deposit upon you the resources that's available, such as the five, nine gifts of the Holy Ghost. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. You need that. All that comes as you study. Notice what Jesus says. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. This is how we're supposed to live. And half you don't even do it. So you're not living. You're just up. Imagine you're not reading the Bible and you believe in a Christian. I couldn't go a day without opening something in the scriptures. I don't. I couldn't do it. I, that's, it's just I can't do it. Uh, I feel like I have really sinned bad because I want to stay in the word. I want to meditate in this word. I don't want to be the old Emmett Overton. That's T-Money. See, he died. T-Money dead, the drug dealer. Yes, that's right. A drug dealer to a minister, gun runner to a minister, addict to a minister, alcoholic to a minister, sexual pervert to a minister, nothing to a minister. His word, that ain't me. I give all credit, but I study my free will. I want it to study. So you don't have time in the world that we're living in by not knowing the Bible. Because I guarantee you, if you don't know the Bible, you're going to have problems. And people who do know the Bible, who are spirit-filled, yes, they have problems, but they have the word of God that is able to help them fight the enemy. Look what Jesus did with the devil. But he answered, say, it is written. But if you don't know nothing in the Bible, how are you going to tell the devil it is written? You don't know nothing. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. So we have to live by every word proceeding out of the mouth of God. That means that we have to study. That's one time Jesus used the scriptures. Then the devil taking him up to the holy city and set it him on a pinnacle of the temple. Now, God allowed him to set it him. He didn't touch him because Jesus, was, Jesus didn't let the devil touch him. He just told him, sit down. The light and dark don't match. That's like the Holy Spirit in you. You got the Holy Spirit. They don't, the demons can't touch the Holy Spirit in you. The demons touch the flesh. They touch the soul. They touch the mind. Oh, they love that mind. They love that mind. That's where they're in that mind. And boy, do they work negative thoughts. You, don't, you can't cast them down. You ain't got no scripture in you. This is why you jacked up. I'm going to come real with you. Because I don't want you depending on me calling me every night. I want you to be studying. I, I got people off me with that. Mm -mm, Mrs. Durden, we did it years ago. 
No, we're not walking for you. Here's the scripture. Don't start arguing with me about what I give you. If you don't like it, then go somewhere else and, and keep it moving. That's how I do things. Now, look how persistent that Satan is. Then the devil taking him into the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written. Now, if you're not able to rightly divide the word of truth, you will come under the spirit of error in 1 John 4, 6. If you do not allow the Holy Spirit to rightly correct, give you scripture, good fundamental teaching, foundation, if you're new to Christianity, go up under Derek Prince. I'm old school. Okay, don't go to no T.D. Jakes. Don't go to no Crepe Dollar. Don't go to no he gone. Uh, uh, Leroy Thompson, all this old foolishness. It, it, please don't go to oh, Joe Osteen. They, don't, they ain't teaching you the word. They're just talking. Feel good message. God's word is like a 2 double sword. It cuts. And when you read it and you allow the Holy Spirit to show you your sins, then you're able to change. But if you don't have no Creflo Dollar, no, ain't no none of that, because they don't, they don't, Creflo Dollar is not teaching the Bible. And some of you black African-American people, I'm African-American, I can get on you. I, let me get on you. Y'all love to go to these churches promising y'all money and wealth and stealing y'all your money, jumping on your money, y'all talking about praise the Lord and walking out of there uh, expecting the God of Abraham and I and Jacob to give you a Mercedes-Benz or a Bentley. You're crazy. That's not the Christianity I know. He said you can't carry it into the you can't carry it with you. Go to First Timothy six one and study that. And y'all run up in here and y'all like got a whole lot of inspiration, but you don't like no revelation. The Lord rebukes all of you. I'm talking about that the African American black churches. That's right. You got Baptist churches that y'all ain't speak y'all ain't praying Holy Ghost. So don't call me your brother. My brother does the will of my father. I don't care if you white, black, or purple. My mother, my brother is the, my true mother and father and brother. Jesus stretched out his hands. They said, your, your wife decided, your mama decided to speak to you, and your sister, they was mad at speaking to they, they They wanted to speak to them, and they was mad at them. And Jesus said, who's my mother and brother and sister? He said, those who do the will of my father, the same as my mother and brother and sister. So God's word separates. It separates. Are you willing to allow it to separate you from your demons? You can also, when you have the Holy Spirit, it, it enables you to catch and grab the spirit of error. If you go to 1 John 4, 6, we are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby know ye the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Well, this same demon which Satan has issued out, he tried it to Jesus. Let's look at this. Here go the devil carrying him up to a higher area of temptation. And said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written. Let me say this now. No demon can correctly quote the scriptures of the Bible. I have done thousands of exorcisms, and I have commanded demons in the name of Jesus, speak the word, they can't speak it. Jesus says, ye are of your father, the devil, 
he was a liar from the beginning. The word doesn't lie, John 8, 44. So Satan was trying to deceive Jesus. This is how stupid the devil is, knowing that this is the Son of God. He has this much desire to, to try to kill Christ. What do you think he's going to try to do with you if you don't know the Bible? And there are so many so-called Christians that don't even have a clue of the Bible. Don't have a clue at all about Scripture. Some Christians don't even speak in tongues. What's blocking you from getting tongues? What's blocking you from getting the Holy Ghost? Look what the devil tried to do to God, his son. He tried to quote the Scriptures wrong to him. But as I said, 1 John 4, 6, the spirit of error, if you're able to rightly divide it, such as written in 2 Timothy 2.15, study that self-approval, a workman who not be able to be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. Jesus was able to rightly divide the word of truth on this confrontation that he had with the devil. And it is written, and said unto him, if thou be the son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, he shall give his angels charge concerning thee. That is not in the right, correct scripture. That's wrong. He quoted that scripture wrong. The right, correct scripture is in Psalms 91:11, And the devil is a liar. But if you don't know the word of God, you'll believe that. And you'll think, oh, okay, this is what God will mean. No, God put this in the Bible for you to recognize it, the importance that you study scripture, because the Holy Ghost will definitely fan out error. And most people I'm finding out, even in the ministry without the Holy Ghost, have a lot of error. Because they're not hearing from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the comforter. This is the teacher. I didn't learn this by my own intellectualism. I can't even spell. I cannot spell at all. Period. Okay? Psalms 91.11, For he shall give his angels charge over thee. That is correct scripture. Look what the devil said. And he said unto him, if thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee. He said concerning thee, Satan. But the true scriptures, which is the word, says, He shall give his angels charge over thee. That's the correct scripture. That's Christ. So the word of God is so powerful, it can pinpoint error, even in demons, or even with a person who have a demon. This confrontation was just Jesus and Satan. Straight up, Satan was not in no human body. He wasn't in possession of nobody. This is Jesus and Satan going at it. And Jesus wins, of course, as usual, because we only win inside. He says, Jesus said to him, it is written again, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Well, why is it that Jesus told the devil, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God? Why did he say that? Because Satan was trying to tempt God and Jesus into the scriptures that was perverted because it wasn't written in that content. This is why Jesus says, Jesus said to him, it is written again, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. The persistence of the devil. This is the third time that the devil is attacking Jesus. Now look at you in your life. What is he attacking you on in your life right now? Is he attacking you with loneliness? I never could be lonely. I, I sit here in my house by myself. I don't ever have no company. I don't like none. Because if you sit down and you see an angel sit next to you, do you think you worry about company? I know y'all think I'm crazy, but this is a personal experience. You can smell red, you can smell roses, and when you're, you're ministering, you're, I'm not perfect. I'm just an ordinary man. 
I don't want nobody to look up to me. I'm the worst of all sinners, okay? I don't even like to be called an apostle because I don't deserve it. Just Brother Emmett, but I'm sent to teach. That's it. But if you have the word of God in you, it can stir up in you things to pull up. I'm not going to get lonely. I start quoting the scriptures. I start praying in tongues. So I'm detached from humanism. It's not that I'm a, I don't care for people. I'm, I'm single. I got a ministry. I have to teach. I got to do deliverances. I have to read emails. I'm, I'm going back to Jamaica. I got a lot of things going on, and I just don't have the time for foolishness. So I invoke myself with Christ to study. I have a responsibility not to study for you, but study for my own personal salvation. A lot of pastors and teachers can get into teaching people, but they forget about ministering themselves. I make sure I minister myself because every night I get a dose of Derek Prince. Now, let's look at the positions of demons and the devil. Here comes Satan. Here comes Jesus again. So this is the third time. One, he was tempted when Jesus said it was written in Matthew 4. 4. The second time, he misquoted the scriptures. And we showed you in Psalms 91, 11, and 12, and it didn't say charge concerning thee is charge over thee, which is the written scripture. Two, we showed you that that was a spirit of error that Satan was trying to bring to Jesus. Well, Jesus said, what I should do, you should do. Don't you think that the devil would like to tempt you the same way he tempted Jesus? You follow him. Of course. Then the devil taking him up into an exceedingly high mountain. Now, there's some meaning to this thing here. That's a higher revelation of principalities in Satan's kingdom. He carries Christ to that. And showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. That was his last temptation. Now, most of you African-American black folks, I want you to go quote this and go give it to your pastor. Okay? Because y'all love, y'all in church for the wrong reason. Y'all in there for Mercedes and bunch of crap that ain't going to get you to heaven, period, at all. Okay? It ain't going to get you nowhere. It ain't going to get you nowhere at all. But y'all like this type of garbage. And exceeding to a high mountain and showing him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them, the kingdoms of the world, the glory, cars, riches. Did you know that the Bible tells us that we are not supposed to become rich? Let me get some of you African-American black folks who like Creflo Dollar. Go get us a Creflo Dollar. Give, tell him Apostle Oberton says, uh, tw- uh, tell him Proverbs 22, verse uh, 4. Proverbs 22, 4. Labor not to be rich. Cease from thy own wisdom. Get at the dollar. And a lot of you black people are going to burn in hell with that mess. You're going to burn in hell trying to serve God with manum. God's kingdom is not consistent man's kingdom. He said, be in the world, but be not of it. God's word is not a part of the world. It never will and it never be because this is a different kingdom. There are two kingdoms, Matthew 12, 26 and 12, 28. The word of God would never be accepted in the world. Although the Bible is the number one author and the number one book sold in the world, the world would never embrace Jesus of Nazareth because Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. Satan has leased this out. Okay. In the King James Version of Proverbs 22, 4 says, 
labor not to become rich. On this one, Brother Paul, it says, my humbly and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor. If you can get the King James Version, I appreciate it. That can get me on the same page with you, if it's okay with you. Thank you, though. Then he said, with a seed in high and show you all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. And said unto him, all these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Then said Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Him only, his word. Why is it that Christians have problems reading the Bible? That's, that's, that's something that, that, I, that has really puzzled me uh, since I've been a Christian, to see how people will avoid reading the Bible and yet call themselves Christians and get on here and try to cons- consult with me, and I'm going to give them what's in the Scripture. And they said, no, well, we need to, you to talk to me another way. There ain't no other way to talk to you. If it's not written in the Word of God, I don't want to deal with it. And a lot of Christians don't know the Bible. You can get really caught up and get deceptive by doctrines of doubles. When Donald Trump, I can go back on Trump, Lord tell me to get back on Trump. When Christians got bewitched, Galatians 3.13, oh foolish Galatians, who have bewitched you? The Lord told me they don't have the spirit of Christ. Because if they had the spirit of Christ or the word in them, the Lord would have warned them about this man. You see, because he, you think that you are part of the, a society in America and you can go vote and a right to vote. That's fleshly. Jesus said, be in the world, but don't be of it. Why are you so want an unsaved man, you're a born-again Christian, you're a spirit-filled, tongue-talking Christian, and you're going to make an unsaved man a holy man? Something is wrong with you. That ain't no Christian. I've been telling people that seven years ago. And the Lord told me to get on him. I got on him. The Lord told me to get on Obama. I got on him too. Get on Joe Biden. I got on him. I don't trust none of them. I trust God's word. Okay? That is the only thing that's going to work is his word. And if you don't mix his word with faith, you're going to get messed up. You're going to get jacked up. Now, the scriptures tells us and the Apostle Paul says that it is a shame. Lord have mercy. It's a shame that you don't know the Bible. Paul said that to the Corinthians. And I'm going to say it to you. It is a shame that you don't know the Bible. I pray to God you're getting convicted. Yes, I want you getting convicted. I called one guy. I said, hey, the Lord give me word of God. I said, I got to study. I said, how many hours? A little bit. I said, what is a little bit? 30 minutes a day? There's no way I can read the Bible in 30 minutes and that that sustain me. Yeah, I just get started in Derek Prince book and I read everything I grab with Derek Prince. See, I stand in nothing but Derek Prince, Derek Prince, Derek Prince, Derek Prince. Well, you know, the preacher beside Derek Prince. Not that I love, not that I support, even in the day. Derek Prince will blow circles on Crawford Dahl. Derek Prince will blow circles on Joe Osteen. Derek Principal broke circles on Kenneth Hagin. These are, are, are thugs, gangsters for your money. I don't even recognize them as Christians. Leroy Thompson dancing on money. Derek Prince never danced on no money. Derek Prince taught holiness. Yes, I'm a follower of Jesus of Nazareth and Derek Prince Ministries. Uh, 
Ain't nothing out there for me. I know it ain't nothing out there for you. So grab a book. The Bible. King James. Leave the NIV alone. The New Commandments series. All that stuff. I don't mess with none of that because it's easy. When you're reading it, you're getting it from the fleshly mind. Especially the Amplified Version. That's pitiful. I will never teach how to amplify version. The Bible is not difficult if the Holy Spirit gives you the revelation of it. The problem is God don't want you to interpret it. He wants Jesus in you to interpret it as you feed and read. Now, there's a process when you read the Bible. You're just not going to just know it overnight. I start reading and I start reading, and then the Lord began to put me on a fast for three days. I fasted Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for three straight years. I listened to Derek Prince. I would get up, and I was waiting on my disability. God called me out of the world. I didn't know how I was going to make it. I couldn't cut no more deals with drugs. The dope man, I said, man, give me an ounce of cocaine so I can uh, flood it. I mean, give me some credit and pay it back. Man, they, they said that I was the po-po. Them demons had him because God had a call in my life, and the Lord was moving me away from that. So I didn't really know what to do. And God put me in a situation where I had nothing else to do but to study. What is it going to take for God to put you in for you to study? And throughout my life, as I begin to read the Bible, I begin to see all my errors. I begin to see why I was totally unsuccessful. Because Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. And if you don't have the word of God in your spirit, there's no way you're going to be able to fight the enemy. Satan is very cunning. He hates the word. He wants to keep you from the word of God. He doesn't want you to know the word of God. Now, I'm going to give you some scriptures, and I pray that it will bring conviction to you. The apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15, 34, Awake to righteousness and sin not, for some have not the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. It is a shame that you don't have the knowledge of God. Did you know that when you read the Bible, it's a blessing? The Bible says that. Let's look at Revelations 1-3. Dr. Leroy Pilgore, Chaplain Dirk, will call you later on. Let's go to Revelations chapter 1. Let's go to verse 3. This is, this, I like this here. Oh, do I like this. Listen to this. Bless. Now, most pastors don't even tell you by reading the Bible that you're going to get blessed because they're interested in you hearing them and them controlling you. But the Word of God says in Revelation chapter 1, verse 3, Blessed is he that read it, and they that hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein, for time is at hand. Notice it says, Blessed. Is he that read it? God wants us to read this. Now, Jesus himself said something very interesting. There's a many, many scriptures in here uh, that the Bible gives us concerning studying the word of God. And we're going to look at a couple before we close. Matthew chapter 22. And yes, uh, Brother Tillmore, I'm in my living room. God got me out of that backpack. It was very hot because I don't have air conditioning. I guess my air conditioning unit went out, but I got a, a portable one in the one living room. And the Holy Spirit told me this morning, get in, go in the living room. And I said, yes, Lord. And boy, is it comfortable in here. Matthew twenty-two twenty-nine. Ha! Now, this is in red writing. If you read the Bible, as we said earlier, it will prevent the spirit of error. 
Let's see what Jesus says about what I said that's in the Bible, which is written in Matthew chapter 22, verse 29. I am a word teacher. That means I'm going to give you scripture when I talk, scripture when I talk. Ain't going to be no talking all four or five hours, two scriptures. That's in the Baptist church, in the AME churches, when them black folks running, looking for Jesus to get them some money. That's not the Jesus I know. That's another Jesus. Y'all need to come out of that inspiration and get you some revelation and stop looking for the things because you can't carry none of them with you when you leave this earth. In Matthew chapter 22, verse 29, Jesus answered and said unto them, ye do error. Uh-oh. Now Jesus is going to show you where you error at. Watch this now. Not knowing the scriptures. Then he said something very interesting. Nor the power of God. Scripture come before the power of God because scripture is Jesus and Jesus is the power. And you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Acts 1.8. He says, ye do error not knowing the scriptures nor the power of God. That is a very powerful, powerful statement. Now we see the Apostle Paul in the book of Ephesians, or Ephesus. He said something similar to that. He asked them in Ephesians, when are you going to read the Bible? In Ephesians 3.4, Thank you, Holy Ghost. There is a person that has high blood pressure. Their sugar is 300 degrees. You are in Omaha, Nebraska. Janelle Lilbenson, you need to ask the Lord to forgive you for your sins. You have diabetes. You're drinking alcohol. You need to come to Christ. The Lord wants you to turn that over so he can heal you. In Ephesians chapter 3, verse 4, Paul says something very interesting. Whereby, when ye read, ye may understand my knowledge in the mysteries of Christ. When? Some people don't even start to win. I mean, literally, I've seen people that I've been knowing for years. <laughs> one of my neighbors, I, I mean, do you ever desire to read the Word of God, man? Everything he got to do but read the Bible. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to make sure I read the Word before I even do a business. The Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Matthew 6.33, and all these other things shall come unto thee. I'm going to put the Word of God first. We need to do that. Now, Turn to Acts 17.11, and I'm, I'm going to show you something. When you are able to handle the word of truth, you can't let nobody deceive you. See, can't nobody come to me about no prosperity message. That, if you know any pastor that believes in prosperity that will tell them I'm willing to challenge any of them on my internet radio station, wherever they at, that prosperity doctrine ministry is not in the Bible. I will prove it to them. Out the, they're not going to call me, 678-701-3733. Please call. Are you at a, a prosperity church? Tell them about Overton. Call me. 678-701-3733 because it's not in the Bible. Now, why am I able to be assurance? Because I know the scriptures. And God wants you to know the scriptures to stand on something. And knowing that you know the word of God and search the scriptures for yourself so you won't be deceived. Did you know that when Paul went to Berea, B-E-R-E-A, Berea, 
in the Bible that that something took place with those people? Those people listened to Paul, but they definitely followed the word of God. This is a good example of the, we, the, the people we supposed to have today. Y'all listen to the preacher, but don't follow and see what he's saying in the Bible is right. Follow what I'm saying in the Bible. I guarantee you ain't going to find no error with me because I'm giving you scripture after scripture after scripture. You, you can't touch that. You can't touch that. That's word. You should be able to be like that. In Acts 17, verse 10, and the brethren immediately sent away Paul and Silas by night unto Bera, whose coming thither went into the synagogue of the Jews. That's a Saturday. These was more noble than those in Thessalonica, in that they received the word with all readiness of mind. They're ready to hear the Bible. Watch this, though. And search the scriptures daily. Brother, those things were so. Do you search the scriptures daily? I ask you, do you? Hmm? Acts 18.26. And he began to speak boldly in the synagogues, whom when Aquilus and Priscilla had heard, they took him upon them and expounded unto him the way of God more perfectly. How were they able to do that? I said in the word of God. Go to Jeremiah chapter 44, verse 29. Jeremiah 44, 29. Jeremiah 44, 29. Jeremiah 44, 29. Jeremiah 44, 29. And this shall be a sign unto you, said the Lord, that I will punish you in this place, that ye may know that my words shall surely stand against you for evil. God's word is going to stand. This is why you need to read it. It's going to stand. It's going to show you how to fight the devil. It's going to be there. It has power. It has a two-edged sword. When you speak it and put it in action with faith, for without faith, it is impossible to please God. The just shall live by faith, Habakkuk 2.4. The founding fathers of faith, Hebrews 11, stood on the word, trust in the word, spoke the word, and got blessed by the word. And God wants you to have the same thing. God wants to raise you up to another level. Are you tired of being where you're at? Do you like to know revelation? Well, you can only get it through Jesus. Because he's the only one who can give you revelation in Galatians 1.12. But if you would give the word a chance in your life, if you would just give it a chance in your life. Let's go to Luke 24.45. I, I tell you, boy, Lord, give me a lot of scriptures on this, Luke 24.45. I'm just constantly hearing him say, go here, go here, Luke 24.25. Luke 24.25. Luke 24.25, Lord. Luke 24. Let's go to 25. Then said unto them, O fools, and slow of heart to believe all the prophets have spoken, ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto all the scriptures, the things concerning himself. Everything about Jesus is in the scriptures. Why don't you know the Lord? You call upon him. 
You say, Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sin. Come into my life and forgive me for my sin. Well, why don't you study Jesus of Nazareth? Why don't you study B-I-B-L-E, basic instruction before leaving earth? Why don't you adapt to the manual of warfare to the enemy and win? I don't like to lose. I'm with a winner. That's Jesus. Jesus, don't, I, don't, I don't like losing and nothing I do. I, I, I don't like that. I'm going to be real with you. I don't like losing, and I'm on a winning team. God wants you to search the scriptures. In them, you think that you have eternal life, and they which testify me, John 5, 39. He wants you to know his word. It hurts him when you take your free will and go and watch junk all day. That hurts Christ. Now, the spirit lives in you. The spirit of Christ lives. How is he going to be fed? How are you going to feed you, Jesus, in you without reading the word of God? The choice is yours. Do you want to stay ignorant or do you want to study the word? Now, if you have backslidden, we're going to open up this opportunity. There's somebody who have, uh, 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 somebody has dizziness and there's someone also have shortness of breath. The Lord says, say Jesus of Nazareth. Also, there is a person that's out of work. The Lord has told me for you to repent from a, a particular sin, rededicate your life, and he'll put you back to work. There's uh, another person that's on strike. The Lord has told you to trust in him, continue to trust in him. The contract negotiations will end, and you will be back at your job. I don't know who you are, where you're at, or what company you work for. I do know your name is Jolianne, and you will get your job back, and the Lord is pleased with you. You continue to tithe and uh, stand on God's word, and when the strike's over, you'll be back to work. You're going to be okay. Uh, there is people. There are some people that's trying to understand the Bible from their human perspective, from their mind. The Lord said, let me tell you, you've got to come out of that. That ain't going to work. You're not going to understand the Lord from your human mind and your inter- intelligence. It doesn't work like that. The spirit has to grow itself. Amen. Also, there are some people who have problems sleeping. Uh, that's a spirit, and I command it by the blood of Jesus that it leaves you. Renounce it. Ask the Lord to free you through his word. Come out, Matthew 8.32. The word brings healing, and it brings demons to leave you, Matthew 8.16. His word can deliver you. Amen. If that's been a blessing for those who have that word of knowledge, give the Lord his glory, not me. You can call me for prayer or for for anything concerning the teaching night at 646-378-1857. We will be back in Kingston, Jamaica, January 10th, 2024. I will be back in Kingston, Jamaica. Then I will be coming back July 10th, 2024. And then when I go back to Jamaica, July 10th, 2025, that will be the last time I'll be in the United States. I'll be uh, living in Jamaica permanently in 2025. Uh, making that transition to do that now, and I had a wonderful time uh, here in America. <laughs> I'm glad that I'm getting out of here. I don't have nothing against here. God's called me out of here, and if God's called you somewhere, go. Now, you may not be called to what I'm called to do, so don't be trying to go to a foreign country because I'm going. You have to follow the Lord, and I didn't tell you to do that. The Lord is telling me to do that. The sons of God are led by his spirit. This is why you need to know the word so you can follow the spirit, not your conscience, or people, or church, or an organization. If this has been a blessing to you, please sow a seed. 
to www.livedeliverance.com. We are an apostolic ministry who supports Derek Prince Ministries. We have Derek Prince on 24 hours a day. As a matter of fact, when I get off here, I got to go into the back and reload the YouTube. Now, our YouTube is coming from Finland. We have an attorney, a Jewish Christian, donated some money to give us an attorney. And our attorney is working on sustaining us, getting us back on air. We was on YouTube. We didn't violate any of their policies. We only had a misunderstanding with the Derek Prince Ministries because it is owned by Derek Prince Ministries in North Carolina. But in New Zealand, it is owned by another partnership. We didn't know that when we took videos from that and attached it to the Derek Prince Ministries from the United States. I didn't know that. And because of that, that's what took us off air. It wasn't that we uh, violated the policies. It was that Derek Prince Ministries are owned by two people instead of one person. I didn't know that. And in different countries, it has ownership to the copyrights. I didn't know that either. So I thank the Lord for straightening that out. We are on Rumble, but I don't like to spend a lot of time on different platforms. I, I, I felt led in my spirit to continue to stay the way we are www.livedeliverance.com 24 hours a day we need you to market this tell someone about the bible study let someone allow this to come into their home so they can get the unadulterated word of god not any compromise not any politics because if you about that you don't need to call me because i'm not with none of that amen don't call me about being a slave whooper i'm not a republican slave whooper i'm not a dixocrat i'm not an indicated kitty cat I'm the word. I'm not into that stuff because that has deceived many Christians. It's bringing division in Christianity and in our country. And Satan's doing it, and Christians are allowing it by not being able to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit would not get a born-again Christian involved with the political facets of this world. The world will hate you, Jesus says. If it does not hate you, it's going to hate me because it hated me. It's going to hate you. That's in John 15. So come out of that mess. Grip yourself with the word of God because you're going to need it in these last days. It's going to get worse. And if you don't trust on the word of God, you're not going to make it. God bless you. Again, go to www.livedeliverance.com. And once you go there, go to the lower left-hand corner of the PayPal. Please so seed to keep us on air. That's all we say. We don't beg. I don't have to beg. I just teach the word and trust God. Thank you, Brother Paul, for spending your free time to Put those scriptures on post so people who are on can listen to it. I really appreciate that. It's an answered prayer. And I would like to see more people to volunteer to help me with that. If you're interested in helping me volunteer to put pictures on the wall, i got to make sure I know you. I can't be knowing you two or three weeks and trust you with my uh, Facebook and have you coming in here. I don't know you. So uh, we've got to work that out, make sure that, you, that I know you and that you have a right spirit. Because Jesus said you don't know what spirit you are, uh, Luke 962. But the word do, and the Holy Spirit will confirm to me whether you're acceptable or not acceptable in God's kingdom. It's that simple. Now, if you have backsteaded, there are a lot of backsteaders out there. And the Holy Spirit said telling me that the Lord wants to forgive you for not reading the Bible. I want all of you to repent. Every last one of you, you know you can do better. The Holy Spirit just telling me to tell you, you can do better. So repent right now from not studying the Bible. Please repent. Ask the Lord to forgive you for not studying. Wherever you're at, ask him right now to forgive you. Now that you ask him, when I get off the air, go to www.livedeliverance.com. 
And if you want to hear Derek Prince 24 hours a day, you can go right now to www.livedeliverance.com. If you do that, I guarantee you it's going to open up. And when it opens up, you're going to see who it says Live Deliverance with Emmett Overton. And there are some teachings from Brother Tommy out of thin in there. I'm about to go back into the back room to reload it. And when I reload it, it's going to be on for 24 more hours. It turns off when I'm on air so that the audience from there can listen to here. But if you want to listen to this man named Derek Prince that I keep talking about, go to, again, www.livedeliverance.com and hit YouTube. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, hit YouTube. And once you hit YouTube, you'll see a red light says live. And I'm going to go. I turned it off. Give me five minutes. It will be back on, and you can listen to Derek Prince. If you want to listen to us, other people that we have is Winworthy, Frank Hammond, the author of Pigs in the Parlor, Frederick Casey Price, Pastor Wangsey Thompson, Pastor Earl White from Kingston's Jamaica. God bless him. Been with him for five to six years. Been known him 20, 15 something years. Uh, I met him through Greater Works International Ministries. I want to thank Jermaine Edwards from Kingston's Jamaica. Wagwan. Jermaine, God bless you. Thank you for the new music. Evangelist Janet Taylor with us on Thursdays at 8 o'clock every night. Blog Talk Radio, 646-378-1857. We have a lot of word that we give you 24 hours a day. Take advantage of that 24 hours. Amen. Stay in the word. Pack yourself with the word. Prepare yourself for victory, not defeat, because you can only win when Christ is in you and he in you, and you in him, and you allow him to deal with your problems and stay hidden in him, according to Colossians 3.3, and you will have success. Come join us, blog, talk, chat, text. Please come join us, 646-378-1857, and we have uh, Dr. Leroy Scutton wants to speak to Chaplain John Royden Durden. Dr. Scutton, you'll have your opportunity as soon as I get off air. I want to thank Dr. Leroy McNugget, Dr. C.T. Hillmore, Dr. Leroy Gilton, Reverend G.H. Hemington. We don't recognize Reverend here, sir. So we, I just said that because that was your name, Reverend Children. The Bible said, Holy and Reverend is the name of God. You're not supposed to be revealed. Just Brother Hemington, how about that? Because I don't recognize stuff like that. That's contrary to Scripture. I don't recognize Christmas. I don't recognize Easter bunny rabbits. I don't do the Christmas trees. I don't do Thanksgiving. That, that's a lie. I don't do no lies. It wasn't nobody uh, sitting at the Indian's table but the European settlers and the black folks on the slave ships on the Santa Rios. So I don't do the Thanksgiving because we wasn't being thankful. We was chained up, and the Lord Jesus freed uh, African-Americans from that. So we're dealing with spirits. We're not dealing with human beings, but the devil will use races to afflict pain on other people. That's what the devil is about. And if you read the Bible, God can show you what, what's going on with that through Revelation. Shalom to you, and God bless. Reverend Kilmore, hang on, wait one minute, please. I want to thank those who listen to us here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio Ministry. We're going back to regular broadcasts. Okay, we're about to get ready to bring in Chaplain John Durden. And once we get this commercial out the way, Chaplain John Durden.
Welcome to my gymnasium. <laughs> Check it out. Watch this. Exercise my tongue, so you are. I read him ready for ministry, so guess what? Running extra. Yeah, yeah. Bless up. This is Derek Prince with a word for you from the Word. Do not withhold good from those who deserve it when it is in your power to act. Do not say to your neighbor, Come back later, I'll give it tomorrow, when you now have it with you. Those are words of very practical wisdom. There's a proverb in the Latin language. If I quote it to you in Latin, probably most of you wouldn't understand. But it's very brief. It says, Bis dat quaikito dat, which means, He gives twice, who gives quickly. What wisdom there is in that. When a person is in need, and you have the ability to supply that need, and the person is worthy of your help, don't hesitate. Don't wait. Don't hold back. If you give quickly, it's like giving twice. If you keep them waiting and frustrate them, then your gift will not really be blessed the way it should be blessed. So don't withhold that which is good from those who deserve it. Don't say to your neighbor, come back tomorrow when you have it with you. There's a kind of stinginess. There's a kind of lack of total honesty there which somehow spoils the act of giving. Remember that. He gives twice who gives quickly. Next time you have the opportunity to give, don't hold back. Don't hesitate. Don't do a lot of mental calculation. Just respond to the need of your neighbor and the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Give without hesitation. Give without any reservation. Just give freely. But as you give, God will give back to you. Make your contributions to www.lifedeliverance.com on the lower left-hand corner. Please sow a seed to us to help us with our legal fees. www.lifedeliverance.com on the lower left-hand corner of our PayPal site. God bless you and thank you. Chaplain John Durden, good evening. Good evening. Dr. Leroy Hemmonson, Kenneth Buse, Hacklett, Monroe, Beaverton, Swilton, Leroy Jackson. W.T. Tillmore and C.T. Montgomery and Dr. Pilgore all sent an email says that you wrote the sermon and they want to hear from you. You wrote it and they don't believe I did it. You wrote it. You have the mic. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. Um, like I was saying for the last four, five, six, seven years, I'm not writing one one line or one sentence for Brother Emmett. He's repeating what the Holy Spirit is telling me. He's a man who earned that trust in the Lord. In, in my presence, he fasted three years on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, the end of food. It God honored him for that and for that obedience. And so the Lord always just tells him what to say. When he's talking, he's he's saying what he hears in the spirit, what the Holy Spirit is telling him. And that is the truth in the name and I'm saying in the name of Jesus Christ. Right, but, John, but John Yes. Doctor Tiny yes. Buckland says Ball Jack. Oh. Well Ball Jack uh, that's, that's, don't that's even the 
sir. Keep, keep going, keep going, brother. Keep going, yeah. Cool. That's that, that's that's demonic. Bojack, me and a man. Bojack. Bojack. You're not hearing me? I said Bojack. You know what it means. Bojack. Hey, hey, hey. He said, hey, 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 hey. Another man in the butt. Hey, hey, Look at that demon. Hey, hey, hey. Why that devil take control of you? They don't like the word. Reverend Skillmore said, Chapman Dirty, come real, real with me now. I know you was writing it. You was, you wrote it. That man don't know nothing to teach like that. I just told you why. I said, the, now, you know, you guys have me screaming hard in a minute. I told you it's the, it's the Holy Spirit telling him what to say. How many times do I got to say that? It's the obvious. You're a theologian. Had, You're a theologian. That ain't got nothing to do with it. I just told you the Holy Spirit give it to it. If you can't accept it, hang up the phone and stay ignorant. I'm not gonna stay here all night arguing with you because you you want to stay stupid. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John uh, had did the, did the same thing with Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And when y'all teach the Bible, you teach in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John what they wrote down under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. So I've been doing this for years now. Lord have mercy. You want to stay dumb and stupid, stay dumb and stupid. Man, I keep telling you over and over. The man been taught by the Lord Jesus himself. Dr. Leroy Keegan says, Reverend Durden, that's fine, but I ain't never heard nobody in this time teach like that, uh, Reverend Durden. I've been watching the man on on the blog talk thing, and he's looking straight into the camera. Not one time did he pull the script and just turn to the Bible. Reverend Durden, something ain't right now. I ain't ain't saying it could happen to all of us. It hasn't happened to me yet. I'm still writing what I do, right? But it's been a long time now since I've been teaching. But the Holy Spirit, that's what the Holy Spirit is there for. The Holy Spirit will tell you what to say. That's what the Holy Spirit did with the, those men in the Bible. He led them. They're led by the Spirit. You know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, all the rest of them, they didn't know, nothing, didn't know the Word of God. Jesus, uh, the Holy Spirit guided them to write the New Testament, man. And that's what's happening. Jesus works the same way. I know other men besides Brother Emmett who can teach wham, just like that, without um, without um, asking me a question or somebody that they know know the Bible. And that's what the Lord wants all of us to do. He wants us all to hear him. Because when we teach from the Bible, the majority of times we teach him from our Chapman own. Dirty, I can't, Dr. Hillmore said he can't teach like that. He can't hear nothing. I'm I, I at that point, too. I'm still trying to learn, he man. He can't hear nothing. Well, I do. when I hear, I hear from, from Brother Emmett. I'm still, I'm he weak at that hear, spot, too. Reverend Gilmore said, I can't hear nothing. Well, it's, it's, I, I get it sometimes, but I don't have it like him. But you know what? It takes fasting and prayer and, and, and honest living, and, you, and it happens. Yeah. Honest to God, right. see? Just honest see, but when living. You live right, don't judge nobody. <laughs> yes, sir, Dr. Pippet. Okay, Brother John, Dr. Clifford says he just ain't seen nothing. He ain't used to this. Well, none of us were a man because uh, we come from that old school, you know. And so, no. And, 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 you know, God had to get on my tail, you know, about even tongues. You know, it took me to almost middle age to speak in tongues. Finally, God, I started searching. I guess that was the Holy Spirit. They searched and see. And I kept, of course, most all the ministers I knew in that Methodist church and, and some in the Baptist church, I'm a tongue had speech, you know. But you know what? I didn't know I was being protected by the Holy Spirit. I just couldn't believe it when they were saying that to me, you know, all those years I was sitting up in those churches, you know. Then finally God said, go home. 
And I went down to Savannah to my sister. And she said, you mean you don't believe? And she took me to her church, which is non-denominational. And the pastor looked at me and started laughing to her brother John, you still sitting in that, that church up there in New York? I said, yeah. So he said, come on. He took me down to the church and then explained that the tongues are still uh, relevant for us today for those who believe and who's living the word of God, not who's doing, you know, humpy, humpy, nasty, dirty stuff. They'll never be able to hear the Lord, the Spirit. No, the Spirit can't tell you, give you a sermon when you're in sin. He doesn't deal that way. Say, for example, if you just lying to people all the time, or steal some money out of the account, you ain't going to never hear the Holy Spirit. You have to write your own sermons every Sunday as usual. But before Emmett could do it, Emmett had to fast for three. And I was I was, I was an example. I watched it. I watched it because the Lord sent him to, the, to, to under my um, domain where we met, and then the Lord said he doesn't know me, and, and he, he, he needs to rededicate his life. And I told him, because he wanted to commit suicide when he called my number. And then I said, uh-uh, no. And he want me to pray that he'd be successful next time he tried to commit suicide. And I told him to love, the Lord loved him. And the Lord said, say this, say that, say this, say this, say this, say that. And the Lord was telling me what to say. And then uh, he got saved. and I mean, not saved, but got rededicated his life to the Lord. And then guess what? He started speaking in tongues. So that's how it works. We can't hear a lot of us can't hear the Lord like that or be taught by the host like that because God is not going to mess with an unclean vessel. Even if you're a liar, even a, I was shocked when I saw that. I'm like, even liars going to hell. Can you imagine living to be 60, 90, 70 years old and you've been lying to people all them years and everything else and never repent of it? Don't bust hell out of them. That's what the word of God says. That's my Lord. I can't even tell a tale, you know? But but God, sometimes things we may be doing, that's why we can't hear the, the Lord's voice. This All right, we got another one from Reverend C.T. Kilmore. Good evening. Good evening, sir. Reverend Kilmore on this Blog Talk text, Inside Out text, he says, you said at one time that you for hooping. Now you're not for hooping. Then you said Look, that you was a theologian. Now, oh, hang on. I'm Kilmore. Let me talk, boy. Uh, 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 uh. You made a boo-boo. You made a boo-boo. You called me a boy one time. You're going to be in deep trouble. I have the Holy Spirit to tell me to reveal all your sins, what hotels, motels, and everything you're going to, and everybody would hear it. Don't you disrespect me. Don't you call me boy. Don't you dare. I dare you to call me boy. And I'll send it he, out, out where everybody can hear. He left the room. Mm-hmm. He's gone. Okay, mm-hmm. Reverend Splitman says, Chad and Durden. Yes, sir. Talk to me. Come on now. Come about straight. About what? About what? Rip, just come on straight with me now. About what? Okay. That sermon. You, did you give him a transcript? Oh, have mercy. Boy, the devil got your blind as hell. I told you the Holy Spirit telling him that. He earned that. He dedicated his life to the Lord. When he wanted to commit suicide when, when he came out, when he, when he called me on my number. And the Lord told me everything to do, and, and he rededicated his life to the Lord and everything. And then the Lord told him to fast. That means you don't eat no food Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. For seven years he did that. Seven years. He was dedicated. And he repented and everything else. He tried to commit suicide, and the Lord didn't even let him do that. That's how I met him. He called me, told me to pray. Uh, he heard my name and everything, and that I was a, a minister and stuff. And he'd been trying to commit suicide several times, and he failed. He'd take the gun, put it to his head, and the gun won't go up. And he's an expert in guns because he was a Navy SEAL. 
That's how I can know how to slip a gun and put it back together, blindfolded. And he did it all when he was trained and after he got out of the military. And the gun never went off. And then so he decided he'll call some minister. He called my, got my name out of a hat or something and called me. And then the Lord told me, I mean, not verbally, the Lord told me in, in spirit. I just felt it in my spirit. Say, he, he used to, he, he's mine. And I want him to rededicate his life to me. And I say, say this with me, man. You didn't, you wasn't successful in putting a gun to your head and pulling the trigger. And you're an expert on guns. You never could kill yourself. And you took all those guns you had in your house and put it to your head and pulled the trigger. And it wouldn't work. You say, yeah. I said, that's because God has a plan for your life. That got his attention because he knows the guns. And so uh, God said, lead him to me. And, I, and he rededicated his life to the Lord. And from that day on, man, he was reading that Bible, man, day in and day out, fasting every Wednesday. And God said, I want you to fast three days, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, for three years. And he did it. He did it. And he can hear the Lord like y'all keep picking up the Reciting all those scripts and everything else, he ain't looking on no paper. That was coming out of his spirit. The Lord was telling him what to say. And then sometimes when he ran out of what to say, he'd go, That's when he started speaking in tongues and the Holy Spirit, feeding the spirit of what to say. See, that's, that's what's happening. Well, so help me, God. brothers and so sisters, we are out of time. Hang on, wait one minute. What happened, Lord Jesus? They ain't went away. <laughs> Hang on, everybody. Wait one minute. Lord have mercy. Man, I've got all these calls. Wait a minute. Hang on, uh, uh, so it's nobody. I already know what I got to do. Yeah, I know. H- hang on. Uh... Okay. All right, Pastor Durden, your yes, personal comments of what you learned tonight. Forget the great nothings. Your personal comments, Chapter Durden, you got the mic. Well, I don't want to rest. A lot of the times when you were praying and, and muster about we need to repent, talk to the Lord, and live real, learn the scriptures and everything else. And all the time you was talking, I was praying in tongues to the Lord and asking the Lord um, to, to check me, you know, straighten me out. There's still a lot of things I Amen. need to learn. Now, not perfect. So a lot of times when you was, you was preaching, some I picked up, some I didn't, because I was busy man saying, Lord, you know, uh, I'm sorry. I, I need to get back with you. I need to. I said, I've been reading books of, about the Word of God many a times, but I said, but majority of times I'm listening to somebody on, I think was important to hear on, on the TV or the video and everything else. And so I made a vow. I said, I'm quitting. Even though I love them, they're good channels. They're not no horse channels. They're good channels. But I just dedicated myself to just just, just read the word of God instead of looking at TV, you know, in this house by myself, two and three hours. I'm going to dedicate all the three hours I got in reading the Bible. So that's what I was doing while you were talking. I was talking to the Lord. Sometimes. Amen. Praise <laughs> God. That's a praise report. And that's what a lot of people need to do. Just rededicate your life. Mm-hmm. And if you dedicate your life, start all back over. He did it. God can do it. Any, God will forgive every, anything, and, and, and thank the Lord that the Holy Spirit moved upon him to change. That's the Holy Ghost. That's not me. I don't get no credit for that. Reverend Tillman, I don't get no credit for that, man. Are you crazy? That's the Holy Ghost. You, 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 you great nothings or something else. That's why God has, God has taken the pamphlet from the great nothings. They're gone. They, that's it. The days of great nothings are over. The educated enemies of God, God is replacing you people with humble people. God is reestablishing his church. 
Y'all ain't hitting on nothing. I done seen y'all get crucified upside down. Knees on the floor. Bones to your bones. Eyeballs gouged out. I done seen it. So I know you don't have no power. And the devil know you don't have any either. God bless you, uh, Chapman Durden. I want everyone yeah. to have a wonderful, wonderful evening. And mm-hmm. I'm going to close with uh, my best friend that I would like to see in heaven. God was at work in the 20th century, there'll be one name that's bound to feature prominently. Derek Prince. A humble man and a world-class Bible scholar, his steadfast commitment to God and obedience to the Holy Spirit turned him into one of the most loved and respected Bible teachers of his time. For over six decades, Derek Prince's life-changing Bible teaching became a source of inspiration to millions of Christians around the world. Derek Prince was born into a British military family in Bangalore, India, in 1915. At the age of 14, he won a scholarship to Eton, and, later on, a place at Cambridge. Having excelled in his studies, Derek was elected to a prestigious fellowship in ancient and modern philosophy at King's College, Cambridge, the youngest person ever to be elected to that position. Derek's academic career was interrupted abruptly by World War II, In 1940, on the basis of his philosophical convictions, he chose to join the Royal Army Medical Corps as a non-combatant. Despite declaring at the time that religion doesn't do much for me, Derek took a Bible with him to read on his postings, considering it to be a philosophical work. At first, the Bible made little sense to him. But, as he continued to read his Bible in an army barrack in Yorkshire in July 1941, God opened Derek's eyes. On that day, God taught him two crucial lessons that remained with him for the rest of his life. Recalling that supernatural experience, he says, I heard the voice of Jesus speaking very, very clearly through the scriptures, the Bible. From the day that I heard his voice till this day, there are two things I've never doubted. I've never doubted that Jesus is alive, And I've never doubted that the Bible is the Word of God. Almost immediately after his powerful conversion, Derek Prince was shipped off to North Africa, where he spent three years serving as an army medic and being discipled in God's Word in the deserts of Egypt, Libya and the Sudan. At the end of the war, Derek was discharged in Jerusalem, where he met and married a Danish missionary, Lydia Christensen, In doing so, he became a father of eight girls, whom Lydia had adopted. Derek and Lydia lived in Jerusalem until after the founding of the State of Israel in 1948. It was there he felt the calling to both serve and pray for God's people, the children of Israel. It was a calling he passed on to countless others. In late 1948, as the newborn state of Israel struggled for survival, the princes reluctantly left Jerusalem and moved to England, where Derek became a pastor of a small Pentecostal church in central London. 
As he ministered in London and later on in Kenya and in the United States, Derek sensed that all was not how it should be and could be in the lives of Christian believers. He saw how many Christians often struggle to rise above the challenges of everyday life. That's why he constantly encouraged those he ministered to that they should get closer to God through Bible reading and prayer. In the early 1960s, while pastoring a church in Seattle, Washington, Derek was thrust into ministering God's deliverance after being confronted by a demonic manifestation right in front of his pulpit. As time went on, more and more people wanted to hear Derek Prince open up the scriptures to them and help them know more of the power of God. The ever-growing demand for Derek Prince's insights on audio and video cassettes as Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.